know, it's become very apparent to me as I watch the interactions between parents and their kids more and more as I get older and, and you know, and myself and my own kids that we have to really, really, really start taking seriously the fact that we are models for our children and what we do, they will do. And it's an amazing power um, that can be used for good or for bad, but so easily can be used for good. You have this blank slate that basically is, is going to get filled with ideas and sights and sounds from the person or people they're around the most. And that will become their blueprint for their adulthood. And maybe continue patterns when they have kids and they have kids. Now that can be good and that can be bad. And you know, we know as we look through histories of people and people that are um, abused or depressed or other things that if you look at their histories that this has been going on for generations in their families. This is what they know, so this is what they pass down. But if we all just stop every once in a while and just think about what we put out there in the world to our children, it would become so much easier if we just stopped and said, okay, is what I'm doing something I want my child to model? You know, like I was at my daughter's game yesterday and there is a couple that have a child on their team that are yellers. I mean, they yell throughout the whole game, uh, yelling at the kids, get the ball, blah, blah. I mean, just yelling, 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 nonstop throughout the whole game. It's two parents. And that's almost like what they're known for, you know? And um, then when they, the game was done, um, the mom had a box of donuts for the kids because it was their daughter's birthday like in a week or something like that. That's a whole other issue that I have talked about. But the point being, she came out on the field to start to give it to the kids uh, for the girl's birthday. And the girl saw her mom started to give it out and she yelled at her like yelled at her full force about giving to them before she was like ready to go and the mom apologized to the daughter and I sat there and I was like you know right this this makes sense now this is how she communicates and if we just sit there and think you know listen and I'm, I'm by no means perfect I have done my share of things in the world of family that I'm not proud of, that I have looked back on and say, I wish I would have done this differently. Um, and I'm still, there are times when, and it's, thank God, it's few and far between where I will raise my voice or say something that I really didn't want to, but I go back quickly and apologize and know, explain that I shouldn't have gone there, but it happened. But I see it 
more and more as I watch the interactions between parents and children. This is why kids are like their parents. If they're not like their parents, if they've broken free of that pattern, usually it means that they've had some other influence in their life. Now, there are also kids that are outliers, just like there are um, adults who are outliers, who notice something isn't correct, who can see outside of that world and try to change the pattern. Now, they're called outliers for a reason because there are not very many of them because it's a certain skill set that I think you're born with. And they decide that this isn't right and this is something I'm gonna change. But for the most part, as parents or as role models for kids, it's our duty to set the tone. Now, if you don't, if you're if you're not personally there, like you know, if if you're if you're not in a good place and it's not what you want your children to model, then obviously you have to change. And you can't fake it either. You know, kids kids see it, they get it. You need to change. Kids will model that deep, deep, deep model that you are because they'll see right through the layers they'll see right through the exterior and not to say that's not better that if you're in a bad place that you still are able to treat your children well and with love and everything else but you know it's like the it's like the martyr parent the one who gives up everything for their kids but beats themselves down and becomes unhealthy and sick and all the other stuff like Yes, it's great that you've sacrificed for your children, obviously, but what do you think they're gonna become? They're gonna become martyrs. They're gonna be the ones who, when you go down, they're gonna be ones that give up everything to take care of you. And then they may just do the same thing with their own kids. You know, it's, it's you have to kind of extrapolate a little bit and think about that. That's. You know, that's a that's a kind of another topic, but it's it's one of these things again where, you know, is that what you want for your kids? Do you want to just give them everything you can possibly give them, which is great, but not take care of yourself and then get it to a point where you break down in life and they need to take care of you. I've told my kids I, I do not want to do that. I never want them to be responsible for me, for my life, because of the way that I've treated myself. And you can, you can give your kids everything and still take care of yourself. It's very, it's very easy. You don't have to be the martyr parent who gives up everything for their kids. You know, I mean, now look, there's extremes, I get it. There are people who grow up in poverty where you know, doing that is obviously a much more, gives a much more favorable outcome to children. But they're also, if you, if you, in every situation, I believe you can still do that, be the role model, and take care of yourself, which is another part of being a role model. So, I mean, in the end, it's really, look, 
you're given this blank slate. The way you decide to fill it is it doesn't have to be conscious. It could be, most of the times I think it's subconscious. You're not usually sitting there thinking, okay, I should be doing this because my kids are watching or listening. Most of the time it's subconscious what they're picking up. But we have to bring it more to the consciousness, to the forefront. And realize that everything we do say that comes out of our mouth, that the expressions on our face, the way we treat people, everything we do is being recorded in some way by our kids. And if you want them to be that way, great. Maybe you're doing the right things. If you're doing the wrong things and you don't want them to be that way, you have to change.